0: So, in the meantime, while Jacopo uh, connects, um, I just want to thank the, the few of you that uh, had some time to connect today. Um, this is just an interactive session that we're going to have here, uh, pretty casual. Uh, we'd love some feedback, some questions at the end. And, uh, you know, uh, this is kind of like out of the ordinary. But there we go. We have Jacopo there.
1: Yes, here I am. Um, Sorry, had a I had mean, a setback. Here I am. Uh, fantastic to see you again Alejandro and fantastic to see also uh, some of our members.
0: Yeah, it's uh, pretty great that we have students all over no matter where uh, we host any sessions. So cool. yeah, uh, just wanted to know like, you know, how's your week been after that last event that we had on Monday? Uh, and work and all these stuff. Like, how have you been keeping up with everything? Because it's been definitely a few busy weeks. Huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, my week has been fantastic, to be honest. I've, um, I was quite, um, let's say, powered up by the event that we held together. Mm-hmm. So I was uh, also, um, performing, I think, way better at work, actually, to be honest. <laughs> I was also quite happy because I had nice chats also with my managers at work. And so, you know, I've had a Quite pleasant week, um, so well, what about yourself, Alejandro? Uh,
0: not bad at all, just busy you know uh, pulling me things, projects, uh, classes, uh, a few assignments here and there, but you know busy with DSC as well, but I can't complain everything has been like uh, you know quite successful and uh, I, I am pretty happy about the the outcome of everything so um if work was so great, maybe we, we gotta host like more events, uh, so you can participate every week. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to ask you like, how was your experience uh, hosting all these events uh, for for DSC, and like, uh, what um, you know, like, what you like the best? So um, actually, um, is it all good? Because I think you froze a little bit.
1: Yes all good for me
0: okay okay all right yeah so like what was your experience like with uh with these massive events so many
1: students um that putting together all the content yeah it was it was very great to connect with um a lot of people to be honest i wasn't expecting at all Uh, so many participants at the events right um i mean it's it's great that a student community hosts so many so many people it connects especially so many people so it was actually a great experience for me uh felt quite comfortable also in interacting with the participants were very active i also stressed this a lot during the series I really liked how active the participants were because without them, it would have been completely different, right? Um, it's, a, it's a community yeah. of young developers. It's, um it's a great community. I, mm-hmm. I like it a lot. I personally didn't really experience anything of all of this uh, when I was a Polymy um, in the, um, the past years. Right, and it's great to see uh, all the work that has been done to get to this level which is fantastic, amazing, especially for the students, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, DSC is super young as a program, so uh, we are really excited that we've grown so much from last year until today. Uh, but yeah, it was kind of unfortunate that during your poly years you couldn't participate in something like this. But we are extremely grateful for all the work that you did, it was amazing. And as you said, our community is uh, super interested in all the things that uh, we're hosting, that we are trying to build, and uh, it is just fantastic all the uh, engagement that we've received from them.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: go Go ahead.
1: I just wanted to add that, I think that the most interesting thing of DSC and especially of the Explore ML series that we, uh, just held was the great diversity of people in the community. Mm-hmm. I really loved that. Absolutely, um, because without diversity, we couldn't have had such great projects, right? So, so we we had projects coming from any engineering faculty. There were people from design, mm-hmm. and you could yeah. definitely tell that the projects were far um, better than than you could expect, and were just like full of details and of uh perspectives right this is i think this is what we really um we're really strong in this community with perspectives right we we do have a lot of perspectives and having so many perspectives is is so important and adds a lot of value so that that's the thing that i like the most about the community
0: yeah i I totally agree Uh, we have people from so many different backgrounds not only um academically but also geographically culturally and I think that's a um, very important asset in our community. And it definitely showed during the last event uh, because we had so many different and great projects. As you said, I am not a machine learning guy. Um, you've known me for almost a month now. You can tell that uh, I'm interested in it, but I'm not technically you know, uh, advanced in this uh, specific subject. But uh, reading such amazing ideas, um, I don't know, it kind of, uh, sparked an interest in me uh, that I didn't have before the series of machine learning. So about that, I actually wanted to ask you, like, how you got into uh, machine learning and and data science. Like, what yeah. you know triggered that that interest? Yeah.
1: First, um, let me let me tell you that my experience at Polytechnico was quite intense, right? So <laughs> if I, if I think about it, uh, the, the last yeah. five years have been quite intense, and I'm sure that many. Students do share uh, the same feeling that I that I feel when I think about my experience at Polytechnico, and um, I must say that the first three years were quite confused and explorative. So during my bachelor's, I was more into you know let let me try to learn about everything. I want I would like to do everything. Uh, It's great, you know, bits and pieces. Right? I don't know if you felt the same, maybe. Uh,
0: sort of. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of had like a full 180 turn in my life because I was doing electronics engineering and halfway through that, uh, I decided to go for computer science and I was in the U S and I was like, all right, time to go back to Europe. And believe seemed like a great option. So I also wanted to learn a bunch of stuff about Computer science, but I already had made up my mind in terms of what I actually wanted to do. So maybe I wasn't exploring that many options. Just uh, I'm focusing on web and app development mostly, and some project management as well. But yeah, I, I guess we all feel uh, the same stress or like the same overwhelming feeling when it comes to uh, polymi, as in like being really complicated, very intense, but also very you know rewarding if you're able to keep up with all those things so that's, that's kind of like uh, my point on that
1: that's totally true uh, definitely rewarding after uh, graduation and also during uh, the whole experience um uh, you know yeah. during in the first 3 years um i think you might feel a little confused since you don't quite know where, uh, what, which specialization you would like to pursue, uh, where you will end up working. If you'll end up doing an, a master's, or you'll end up, you know, just just going straight to work, right? So I think confusion mm-hmm. is probably shared by many. And um, to be honest, I was able to solve that. So this also brings me to your your question about why did you choose data science and machine learning? Um, I was able to make up my mind by first, uh, let's say, trying to to reason about what truly inspired me and um, I was able to do so just by reading just by exploring opportunities just by uh, mm-hmm. always being curious about what was being done by the industry by the research and practically i, I was just you know browsing around uh, linkedin is a great tool to do that it has like a lot of articles yeah. or documentaries or um just just reading journals or um i don't know just just also, speaking to professors and to older students is very important, um, because mm-hmm. of, of course, as I always, say getting diverse perspectives is always the best, either to uh, change your perspective or to confirm what your idea is. And um, but I, I also think that what really made me choose data science and machine learning um, is pretty much the, this this concept that I uh, heard. Uh, when i went to a workshop that was actually held in milano uh, on artificial mm-hmm. intelligence and data science and um this this was about the fact that machines can be as intelligent as humans right and this was the definition of uh, artificial intelligence uh, by mccarthy when 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 machines can actually show human behavior for instance when you're classifying something of course they they can't be like, I don't know, <laughs> a human. Um, and, and also we know that humans have different levels of intelligence, but the only like idea, just, just the concept, right? The, the hypothesis that machines could one day be uh, undistinguishable by a human have made me really think, wow, this is what I would like to work on for the rest of my life. And Uh, that really captured my attention Uh, especially if you think about the fact that machines kind of have some sort of unlimited memory and also i would say uh, increasing computational capacity right so they're they're always improving themselves a lot and at a growth rate that is quite impressive so that really um kind of boosted my interest in uh, machine learning and artificial intelligence
0: yeah, that's uh that sounds like a really powerful concept uh that kind of resonated with you in a special way. And it, it is really interesting to hear about that because I'm sure we have uh, many students that just started their you know life at Polimi and they wanna do something about data science or uh machine learning, but they are not quite sure about what yet and hearing these things probably like help them uh, you know, kind of like focus more on specific things or try to find uh, those things that resonate with them as, uh, as you just mentioned. So I wanted to ask you like, um, if you had any advice, any sort of, you know, um, inspiration, um, let's say um, quote or something that you could give to students at Balimi. Uh, not only for those that just started but like overall like what would you advise people that go through building me since uh, you already yeah, graduated? Um,
1: yes definitely definitely and of course advice um, kind of depends also on uh, where students are uh, during their path, right? So there is some sort of mm-hmm. objective advice that um, everybody uh, could uh, make at theirs, but there's also a lot of uh, subjective advice, right? So my first piece of adva- advice right. would be try to find some student, some professor, some person in your life that you really trust and you really um, esteem, right? So somebody that you think that they're quite skilled, they're also they, they listen to what you say, they understand you because it's really important to have somebody to talk to, to,
0: you know, share
1: uh, what your thoughts are and get different perspectives. So and that, that that's truly important because when, when you talk with somebody, you might uh, change your idea or you might confirm your idea even further, right? So it's truly important to always have some sort of point of reference, in my opinion. And, and again, this could be, um, an older student or somebody that I don't know you know um, in general it could be your parents and I think that it's also important to diversify a lot mm-hmm. um the feedback the perspectives that you're trying to get so that that's totally important as and I also think that it's also important to be humble yeah I think that we totally agree yeah still yeah. Right. Like, like also myself, I'm just out of university. I'm, I'm just a student still. We must not be, um, we must be hum- humble. We must not think that we know everything just because we passed an exam, just because we got 30 uh, cum laude, that doesn't mean that you know everything. That doesn't mean, right. That, that, that you're the best. So the, right. the advice besides it's probably obvious, but not as obvious um, try to be humble and always try to, um, make the most out of the feedback that people give to you. So maybe even if just ten percent is important to you, take that ten percent and make it like the, the most valuable thing to you. So that's um, okay. Let's say that <laughs> uh, I'll actually thing. take
0: that advice too <laughs> because I'm still at you. so that's uh, that's hopefully gonna be you know useful for me. But I totally agree with something that you said about uh, finding a person that helps you along the way, somebody you identify yourself with, or maybe someone you kind of look up to. Um, For me, it was very, uh, it was such a coincidence what happened because I missed class one day and that exact day, uh, one of the first friends that I had at Polimi find, like found somebody that wanted to join our project. This was for a, um, Web management course, and that person turned out to be the person that I've done the most projects with during my uh, life at PolyMi, and he's actually uh, part of the core team members. He is Simon Stafa. Um, nice. and uh, he's helped me so much throughout uh, this, uh, you know, like these semesters. He was definitely more experienced in terms of uh, computer science because he had a uh, background on that and I didn't, so I definitely benefited from that. Um, And I could tell that we were like a really, you know, like solid um, couple in the sense that uh, we, you know, like complimented each other on everything that we did. And I'm sure that like a lot of students will find people like that along the way. So if they kind of click with another student, um, take advantage of that because, you don't, you never know how much help or how much, you know, positive aspects you may um, receive from that um, relationship yeah. with that person. So yeah, totally. um, that's great. Totally agree.
1: Totally um, agree. And um, also let me add onto that, that um, that's probably also the best way to learn something. It's to collaborate with somebody that is more or less at your same level. And, you learn a lot just by understanding what their doubts may be, what their uh, questions may be. Um, You learn a lot also by explaining things to others because in order to explain something to somebody, it must make sense to you and to them. And so you must have understood that quite well. And so that's like one of the best ways to make sure that you're studying well. So one piece of advice could be um, do not isolate yourself Actually, surround yourself by really great people, by people that mm-hmm. share values, by people that you really feel happy with, and but with people that are really sort of your same level of study, and you, you can definitely benefit um, both ways, right? So yeah, yeah, also, absolutely.
0: Um, totally. I want mean, um, uh, to it, ask you. Yes. One thing about uh, not only believe me, but European um, academic style do you think it's more important to take tests or to do projects to get grades? Because that's something, uh, you know, I have a different perspective from many students that, you know, uh, did their bachelor's and even their master's here in Europe. And the U.S. is much more practical, I'd say. And here, every time I get a chance to do a project for any class, I try to do that instead of taking the exam. Like, what's your approach on that?
1: Oh, look, I, um, I think that, there are some exams of polyme where it is quite right to just have the test in my opinion because it could be very hard to have a, a project on that specific exam and at the same time they like we usually especially in the masters have something like six exams per semester and so imagine if you had to you know take and to um, carry out six different projects at the same time, right? That that could be right. quite, um, quite, you know, just, just, it could be interesting, but your, your mind, I think, it cannot handle six projects at the same time. So mm-hmm. I, I, I do agree with not having projects for all of the exams, honest, but right. I really value a lot projects especially for courses like software engineering or machine learning Uh, there's no project actually at uh, during the machine learning class which is um, i think not right at all but at the same time i must tell you that i've met uh, professionals especially at work and also at other universities that do not have the same uh theoretical knowledge that we do have as polyme students and so i feel like people from other universities especially those at the 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 u.s ones are uh, probably better at just putting something into you know just getting stuff done right quickly Mm -hmm. and yeah they they probably had more hands-on experience but if you want to know why something is such, then you must ask a PolyMe student, because they definitely <laughs> have understood um, the, the theory behind what they're doing, because that's how the, let's say, the core values of poly, PolyMe are structured. So that, 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 right. I think that would help you to just keep it as it is and maybe make it, I, I would make it more interactive. I feel like mm-hmm. lectures l- poly PolyMe are too passive, and so I would try to make it more interactive, but at the same time, I feel like there are too many students in it in each class to make it very interactive. So that seems yeah, it may
0: not be may not be super feasible uh, with such large classes sometimes. But yeah, it's interesting to hear um, your perspective or your thoughts on on this stuff because you always hear like students, oh, so much theory or. So much uh, you know like useless projects sometimes or it, there's gonna be a happy middle yeah, middle there I, and obviously
1: let uh, me let me also add on to that that for instance i've I've been at um, AWS only for well five months now and uh, I feel and there are also other interns in my team, right? So people that are theoretically at my uh, same level. Uh, what I feel is that for sure. Um, people with different backgrounds have different uh, characteristics, right? So they're, they're, they're different, and that that's fantastic. However, I feel to be the, the one that dives deeper into things that really uh, does things with a um, high level of theory behind them, uh, things that are done that, that are really resilient, you know, that are... I don't know, you, you can tell that they are structured. Right, so I right. believe this is a great uh, scale that PolyMe provides students with, and I wouldn't exchange that with anything else, to be honest.
0: No, I, I agree. I am totally pleased by the way um, PolyMe, you know, like um, has delivered most of its content not only to me but to my peers. So, on in that sense, um, I'm on your boat um but about backgrounds uh, would you like to share any international experiences adventures like uh what you've yeah. done before uh, yeah, uh, all this stuff
1: yes 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 and uh that's also part of let's say the advice i would give to polyme students it's truly important in my opinion to get out of your comfort zone and explore mm-hmm. new ways new methods new worlds new cultures um, I, first off, when I was 16 years old, I went to the United States for a year, and I lived there uh, for a year, thanks to AFS Intercultura, which many uh, people in Italy know, maybe somebody from DSC, probably somebody from DSC also did this experience. Where in the US did you go? I went uh, to, I went to Maryland, it is um, right above uh, Washington, D.C., yeah, it was mm-hmm. quite close to Baltimore City. It was quite famous. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was a great experience, and it really allowed me to widen my perspectives on anything. And that's actually where I took my first computer science class. I was kind of interested really? in computer science. Yeah, and, and wow. you know, in the United States, they have, like, all sorts of um, crazy classes, among which also yeah. computer science, and I was like, why not? So yeah. definitely I took computer science, learned my first... Let's say Java-ish. It was uh, some object-oriented programming, quite nice uh, drag-and-drop style. Right. Also. but it really typical uh, yeah passion towards computer science. Uh, so that 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 experience was fantastic, and uh, it really laid also the foundations for understanding networking and people and connections, right? Which which I believe is way more important, to be honest, than also technical skills. Because True. it also relates a lot to how well you feel, how happy you are, the people you surround yourself with. But this is a whole other <laughs> um, talk, I would say. Um, then let me yeah. let me add on to. Oh, sorry. I wanted to. No, I was gonna say
0: that not only computer science, but you also learned English. I I presume, right? That also helped you to, uh, you know, get better at a different language.
1: Yes, yes, and that actually also happened during the Erasmus experience that I um, did during my third year at Polimi. I went to University College London in London, Ooh. of course. And, nice. <laughs> uh, that was uh, that was a fantastic ex- experience. I met a lot of people. First off, I had a lot of cool. fun, and but mostly also I learned another way to study which was of course enriching for my uh, you know my knowledge my um background my me as a student so that was that was amazing to be honest i met really nice really actually also famous professors who lectured there yes that that, that was just uh amazing and it opened also my views on possibly studying at um uh, in in um in, in london or in the United Kingdom in general, which I knew wow. uh, not really much about it. So my, my yep. advice is really go on Erasmus because it's <laughs> one of the best things we could do. That's, uh, if, that's if you amazing. want to take a break from Polymy and learn about something else, um, experience a new culture that, that is uh, way, way, way more important than a semester at Polymy, really. It is very important to, to exchange
0: yeah uh I that. I bet that a lot of students would love to go on Erasmus right now, but given the current situation and the circumstances we're all living yeah. through um obviously they may not get the chance but uh I would like to know uh you know like how you've kept up with this uh new lifestyle that has been kind of imposed among us uh, upon us, and like how has uh, this pandemic affected you like your daily life, your work, your your interests, everything like I'm interested actually,
1: yeah, yeah, actually, um I think everybody was affected by the pandemic, and we can't really say that some people were affected more than others because I think it's something really important to everybody. So it is mm-hmm. i think it's um every everyone shall shall be respected a lot starting from you know rest restaurants to computer scientists to to anybody anybody really i think that it's um, it's very important to consider uh the effects that this uh terrible situation had on everybody well anyway um as a computer scientist to be honest i still and use my computer, which is fantastic. Um, And um, (laughs) I already had a nice internet connection, which isn't really to be taken for granted, but I really didn't feel a lot of impact at the beginning. But looking back on everything that happened, the pandemic definitely changed my life. So when when it was like January or February, so just before the pandemic, my advisor from Politecnico was telling me, hey, you're doing actually great in your thesis. Let's um, continue. Let's carry out this thesis. And um, if if you finish uh, earlier than we planned, then you might also have the opportunity to uh, just go abroad for a couple of months to another professor that I know, right? So that, that was amazing for me. Great right. opportunity. But then just a month I after bet. the pandemic hit the whole, whole world and... He was saying, yeah, that's probably not gonna happen. And also like, it was very hard to uh, pursue my thesis during the pandemic because, you know, um, it it is hard to communicate and collaborate with professors virtually. And the situation was not very clear. So um, it it wasn't really easy. So it definitely changed also my life and um, it it had quite an impact. So, so definitely. Uh, however, I I took like, let's say the I wanted to make the most out of it. And so I started to get ready for job interviews also. And mm-hmm. I uh, yeah, I tried to, you know, apply for different places. And at the end, I was um, I got an offer from Amazon and I, I joined then Amazon in uh, in July which That's was a uh, so fantastic awesome. so, yeah. You know, I, I really, um, if I look back, I'm really happy that I was able to make uh, a lot out of this situation and change my life accordingly to how it was being changed by the pandemic. And also, let me add that uh, this COVID situation really helped me, and I think also a lot of other people to find time to think about what is important in life. you're absolutely right yeah yeah just just to make an example i i had to move back to rome from milano because that's where i'm from Mm -hmm. and um, so i started living with my parents again and of course that was quite difficult at the beginning but um (laughs) was uh yeah it was also a nice opportunity to catch up on the five years that i didn't spend with them so to, to find again the importance of being uh, together as a family to share time uh, and also, you know, pursue my other hobbies, for instance, cooking. I really love to cook. <laughs> and I was able to do that with my mom. So that, that was actually fantastic. That's mean, always nice. Yeah. <laughs> These times don't <laughs> really come back. So, you know, I, I think that it's very important to make the most. Of this situation because our opportunities unfortunately are very limited and yeah therefore we shall take this as an opportunity to make the most out of the limited things that we can do so yeah
0: Mm -hmm. i i believe that so many of our students that are either uh, currently watching this stuff live or later on um, will relate to what you just said because you basically describe so many uh, students lives Uh, during this pandemic, uh, they were forced to move back to their home with their parents or they had to, you know, like change their plans for whatever reason. So as you said, um, this whole situation didn't come at a great time for anybody. Uh, We're so happy to um, hear that from you and uh, how it affected your life, both
1: professionally and academically. So that's great to hear. I also think was also another opportunity, right? I I made the most out of this community by uh, joining it and meeting all of these nice people. So th- this is also great that we can like convey our um, messages, our you know, all all everything that we have to share with this awesome community through the virtual platforms that we have. So mm-hmm. really, th- this, these are also some of, some of the opportunities to make it more practical. So yeah,
0: yeah, uh, so any- definitely definitely help. Uh yeah about questions uh there are a few on the chat um if you go there and check them i believe they are for them uh for you actually so let's take a look at them and see um again read them to you um lori uh she says that i know that to access to alta escuela politécnica high grades are needed uh this is also important for phd Personally, I put lots of work at Polimi, computer science, second year, but I struggle uh, to get high grades. So I want to ask, uh, what's your study method? Uh, What do you suggest to improve in grades? Um, You know, like taking for granted the hard work and is it possible to work on personal projects in the the meanwhile?
1: Yeah, um, first of all, uh, hi, Lori. Thanks for joining this session. Um, f- first, let me show you that I actually am wearing my Alta Scuola Politecnica uh, sweater. So I really am I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a member of Alta Scuola Politecnica and it's, uh, it's a fantastic community. So I'm really glad that you are um, getting interested into it and also into a PhD, a PhD is a fantastic opportunity. So make sure to pursue that path if you feel like it's the right way to go um study method all right? that's um uh, that's quite a personal uh, question because of course we know that everybody finds a different way to study and i've seen and i've met many people who you know perhaps they studied only one week or 10 days before the exam and they were able to get 30 cum laude i've seen people studying a week or 10 days before the exam and not passing it i've seen people studying for months and not passing an exam so I don't think it's about time. Uh, Of course, it has to be about hard work, in my opinion, because hard work always pays off. So the more- I agree. uh, Yeah, like it's important to really uh, be efficient while you study. So practically that translates, especially for computer science in uh, being also smart about studying. And with smart, in my opinion, my study method, is uh, to try to always attend all the lectures, especially the exercise sessions, if they are related to to, to the exam itself, sorry, so to the test, right? So if you you look at the um, previous exams and you feel like the exercise sessions are truly important, then definitely uh, attend all of them. If you feel like the lectures are truly important because it, it um, the exam requires a lot of uh, understanding, then go ahead and attend all of them. Um, however, in my opinion, there are some lectures, there are some exercise sessions which do not necessarily relate to the final test that could be the case for instance for like extra lectures or extra exercise sessions or I don't know labs that um, well are useful for sure for the overall subject but they might not be useful for the for the final exam and so in my opinion we must also accept the fact that a day is made up of 24 hours And I hope that at least eight of them, you spend them sleeping and a couple eating and some socializing. So time is limited and you must make the most out of it. That is my opinion. So also something that I was Um, I was sorry, Alejandro, you wanted to add maybe something. Yeah,
0: I I just wanted to add something on on that that's related to being as smart about the way you study and it's being organized from the very beginning, not as in, you know, keeping your room organized. No, no, I'm talking about scheduling and realizing which um, classes, which projects may demand more. And you can structure your study times and your overall schedule in a way that you make the most out of it. That's That basically saved, me from, uh, you know, reattempting attempting uh, a few exams and necessary times. Um, if you organize them properly, uh, you're going to save yourself a lot of trouble along yeah. the way.
1: Oh, definitely. And um, let me suggest you also a tool to do that. It's called the Priority Matrix, if I don't go wrong. And it's a very easy... Um, I don't know, rectangle, you want to call it rectangle, you want to call it Mm -hmm. matrix, call it however you want, you just Google it. Um, It pretty much helps you to understand which activities you really want to pursue in terms of priority and in terms of deadlines. So you definitely want to to go ahead and do that. Um, And if you're struggling with that, I really suggest to reach out to, well, you can also reach out to myself, but you can also reach out to somebody who you believe is very organized and knows how to uh, manage their own time. Um, Yeah, it's, it's, it's very important to prioritize, to understand the impact of what you're doing. So for instance, if you think that studying just a very specific part of the exam might have some impact because you might get the answer right, but it takes a lot of time to understand And perhaps if you're um, behind your schedule with studying, you might give higher priority to things that are easier, that are faster to do, and that have a much uh, greater impact. I know this might sound obvious, but prioritizing and efficiently spending your time is really hard. Also, when we have like a lot of distractions like social networks or games you know and uh, you were also asking yeah. about side projects um that's hard that's a hard question um because I, what i have seen and what i believe is that sometimes doing something else besides just studying really helps stimulating your mindset your um energies right so you do something else and then you're like okay now i need to study so you go just like a train and you need to do something else besides studying um, some yeah. other times instead side projects can be um, not good because you might get diverted to that side project and you might not um, like that that might might not be the best. Um, for you to do because it might confuse you it might you know make you not focused on what you're doing so it really depends it really depends however also side projects are a great thing when it comes to cv so when you are then mm-hmm. um, telling people hey my name is Jacopo and besides polini i've done this this and this so it's really important to have at least on side activity also not related to computer science necessarily um, but yeah. um, in my opinion, as you said, it is also very important to get high grades because that will allow you to um, get uh, fellowships, so Borsa di Studio or, I don't know, access to MSC or access to Erasmus, um, uh, good grades, which are good in general uh, for yourself, satisfaction, um, get you into PhDs. Of course, if you don't graduate with... Um, at least 105, then it can be hard to get a PhD wherever. And if you're talking Mm -hmm. about really nice institutions, then you definitely want at least 110 cum laude, but you you can do it. The thing is, it's not hard. You just need to find the right pace for yourself. And that's also why at the beginning I was saying that the um the bachelor's was also quite confused for me even though i had Mm -hmm. nice grades um i really didn't know about all of this and the impact that what i was doing would have in the future so i I think it's really important for you to find somebody to talk to so that you can make everything even more specific that's uh
0: really great advice hopefully uh they'll find uh, useful i think it is very insightful so thank you Jagobo. i think uh we could be talking for so much longer but uh we're trying to keep this uh dsc talks a little bit shorter than regular events so i would like to close this session just with one last question that hopefully we will ask uh future guests and it's uh what book movie show uh, do you recommend our students uh, to check out? Like anything that you know, yeah. um, you would recommend them to, hey, um, let's do this.
1: Definitely, definitely. Um, regarding artificial intelligence, um, I believe that one of the shows that I really binge watched and just, just went through it really fast and I really loved was uh, Westworld. Okay. And Westworld. Uh, I don't know if it's available on Netflix or what. Well, anyway, you can find it somehow. And I only watched the first season because I really, I just really liked it, and really didn't have much time to watch uh, <laughs> others. But I think I think it's so interesting if you want to understand also the ethical uh, um, perspective when it comes to artificial intelligence. You want to go beyond the simple technical implementation and you want to understand also the philosophical issues uh, um, around that. And also, I just remembered uh, that uh, I really suggest you to take in your master's the class, um, Philosophical Issues of Computer Science or Uh, uh, Computer Ethics. They're actually very nice classes. You can take either one the professor is very skilled and interesting and it allows you to broaden your perspective which is not only important for yourself but also for the others since when you speak about something when you're able to analyze uh, all the different aspects of a project and not only the technical ones uh, this really helps you to earn trust from the others others know, others feel that you know what you're talking about, that you have thought about things, that you know um, all the aspects or at least more than just the technical aspects. So definitely go ahead and watch Westworld, and I really would like to know (laughs) what you think about it.
0: Maybe maybe they can do that while taking a break from studying. That's (laughs) really a great idea. All right, Jacobo. it's been a pleasure to have you here to, uh, you know, get these uh, events, this DSC uh, talk started. So thank you so much uh, for accepting my uh, coming here, quote unquote. So we'll keep in touch. And uh, thank you, everyone who joined live. And, uh, you know, we'll stay active on our social media platforms. Uh, we'll make sure that we keep creating DSC uh, events and content for everyone and hopefully everyone has uh, a great rest of the of the day and that's it from us thank you very much
1: thank you thank you so
0: much uh bye